We did a lot for the wins. Came in a drop on the ten. Now we on top, top once again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to tighten the plan. Yeah, I got it right in the end. Now we on top, top once again. I don't want it if it ain't love. If it ain't get it away from me. Who you gon' jack if it ain't us? LABB to the bakery. Some niggas mad that I came up. I know my granny gon' pray for me. It was just us in the vacancy. We had to get it from A to B. Wheels never felt like this. Two seats in the hills, how feel righteous. Blue sheets for the mills. You are now listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast, featuring hosts Jay Hove, Chef, Wheezy, and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press Podcast. The premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan, and this is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. I am Jay Ho. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Weezy in the building. Say what's up, Weezy. What it do, what it do, what it do, what it do. But I'm coaching the building. Say what's up, Couch. What's happening, what's happening, what's happening. How's everybody doing? Doing great, man. Everybody get some good food for Thanksgiving? You damn right. Yeah, for sure. Did anybody do any cooking? No more. I, I ain't do nothing too much. Sure. See, as we see, you got your Nas part. Oh yeah. yeah Bevel blade. Bevel blade. Yeah. Whatever that means. Yeah. I knew you didn't know it. I knew he didn't know it. Yeah, you I know, know that for sure. All uh, right. Episode three hundred and forty-five. We're handing out winners and losers of the twenty twenty NBA free agency season. FSP style. Always FSP style. You better damn know it. You better damn believe it. There we go, man. Uh, best of the week, Weezy. We'll stick with you, man. What you got? Uh, best week for me was uh, uh, we let Harmony eat a, a turkey leg yesterday, man. She tore it up. She wasn't playing around with it. She she didn't finish it out, but she will She wouldn't let it go for the rest of the night. It's hers. <laughs> that was hers. I was like, all right, man. Get your roll on, Harmony. Get your roll on, Coach <laughs> Locke. What you got? NFL has all black officiating crew for first time in history in the Rams versus the Bucks game. What was even better about it was that it was on prime time Monday night, so the entire world got to see it. Most definitely, man. What about you, Jeff? Man, I don't know what I did to deserve it, but apparently I had a fake IG page today. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> rampant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout out to whoever that was cool to do, you know, yeah. sending people weird links to subscribe to some type of weird uh security thing or whatever. Hope nobody clicked on that and nothing, nothing bad happened, but it was pretty funny. My morning was pretty hilarious because of that. It's gonna be real. For sure. Was I the first person to tell you about that? You was top four. My sister okay. was number one. My sister called and texted me. Like, what you got going on? I said, I don't even know what this is about, but right. appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it. Dang, uh, um, my best of the week is just with Coach Locke, man. The all-black officiating crew, first time in league history. The members of the crew had 89 seasons of NFL experience combined and also worked six Super Bowls. So shout out to the all-black officiating crew, man. For sure. um, worst of the week, Coach, what you got? Well, you know, like you mentioned earlier, yesterday at the time recording was Thanksgiving. And uh, seeing some of these recipes on social media. 
I saw a couple of them. I saw a mac and cheese that was made from macaroni and cheese that comes out of a freezer. They took the macaroni and cheese, put it in the pan, then added shredded cheese, mixed shredded cheese, and some other kind of cheese, and then put it in the oven to make macaroni and cheese. A lot of cheese. Also, I also saw a macaroni and cheese with avocado in it on social media too. What? Saw that. Saw that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's not that, it. That ain't it. Nah, that ain't it, man. Ain't hey, it. here's the thing. You guys have 364 days to experiment. Don't do that shit on Thanksgiving. Don't that's, experiment. That's the rule. That should be a rule. Like that should yeah. be a law. Like yeah. at least, like not a felony, but at least a misdemeanor of crime. Right sure. At least a citation. At least yeah. a yeah. citation. Okay. Try that on your own time when you hey, don't even eat. Don't go chasing waterfalls. You know what I'm saying? Just stick to the rivers and the lakes you used to. You got to. You got to do it. For sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to. Worst of the week, man. Who up? <laughs> Worst of the week for me was uh, Joe Burrow, man, going down, man. That's where. Joe Burrow going down. He was having a, he was having a great rookie season. And Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, Yeah, Joe Burrow going down. I ain't going to argue with Jay like that. Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, what you got worse of the week, man? My worst of the week is uh, Steph Curry. That underarm, he doubled down with underarm and getting his own line. He's gonna get his own lifestyle shoes and mm-hmm. his own his own gear, his own merch. Mm-hmm. God, man, yeah. <laughs> I read something that said if Steph would have somehow worked it out with Nike, he probably would have the best selling shoe in the world right now. I agree, and that's true, and that's really true. True, but he's stuck in Under Armour land and. They just keep on dropping the bag with him. That's terrible. That is terrible for sure. Um, my worst of the week is another Under Armour athletes, Tom Brady. After Brady and company, they lost the Rams on Monday night. He ran to the locker room, didn't shake anybody's hand. Second time he's done that this year, he did it to Nick Foles with the Bears when they lost. If this was Baker Mayfield, say Cam Newton, just to name a few, it would be a huge deal. But we give TB12 a pass because he's TB12. He's the GOAT. This is whack. Now, let me say this. I respect it, though, because when we play Madden, I never say good game after a Madden game. Win or lose. I hate losing more than I like winning, so I understand where he's at with it. But, hey, man. But, but look, this is the difference of what you said, though. Talk to me. You said you stick with that win or lose. When Brady wins, he runs straight across that field and want to shake hands and give him advice in the ear and all that. But when he loses, it's something different. So if you do that when you win, that's fine. Do it when you lose, too. Because if you ain't different, Coach, what you got to be, Coach? You got to be better. And if you ain't better, you got to be what? You got to be different. All ready. Make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, IG, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. How do you do that? Just search Full Sport Press Podcast. When you get through doing that, make sure you check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lou every Wednesday. The latest issue is up, the Who's Coming to Dinner episode. Something they do every year around this Thanksgiving time. So y'all make sure y'all go check that out and find out who they want to invite to Thanksgiving dinner this year. Sure. Did anybody have any, um, you know what? I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah. Move right along. Gross. Everything, you know. Uh, 
Shout out to the guys, man. Another great episode, man. Speaking of, it's fresher than your average. Self Help Fashion Podcast, directly related to improving everyday fashion. We have a new FTYA IG live show, FTYA Friday, coming up with a special guest. So you guys stay glued to your Instagrams and your YouTubes for that. Until then, pull up on us as we go through some Would You Rocks, man, directly for the culture. Wear your kicks, man. Cop responsible. That who you, that would you rock today? Hmm. Uh, hey, Weezy was a, Weezy used to do the Adidas with the Nike every now and then, didn't you? That was your thing? Did that for a little while? You don't want to talk about it? That's grow. You see that grow, Jeff? You see that grow? Yeah. I'm proud yeah. of you, Weezy. Hey, I'm man, your light you. is magnificent. You said you had a, a, a face scrub. Uh, you want to talk about it? You see that growth, Jeff? You see that growth? <laughs> All right, it's back to back, Jeff. You see that? I'm proud of you, Weez. Hey, man. Hey, boy, you doing good, Weez. Baby, he tried to reel you in, Weez. Hey. He tried to reel hey. you in. <laughs> Throughout the big dog bait, Jeff. Look, he reeled it in, threw it right back to him. He knew it was out there. Goodness gracious. Jeff, you are only got 10 good rest in seconds. Oh, yeah. Let's start the clock. All right, before we start, this week's 10 Good Wrestling Seconds is brought to you by Skill Wing Workouts. Make sure you follow them on all social media at Skill Wing. And don't forget to download the Skill Wing app to cover your training needs, receive alerts on the latest drops in athletic wear, and plenty of content to motivate and inspire. And as always, help us. Don't hurt us. All right, so last week was Survivor Series. So let's do the Who Gets the W results. All right, first match was the Street Profits versus the New Day. Jay and Weezy had the New Day. Myself and Coach Locke had the Street Profits. In an instant classic, the Street Profits got the W. God damn it. So that's we won? Me and Locke. No, we lost, Jay. I don't know yeah, where you messed You messed me messed up. We lost. All right. Next, we had Oscar versus Sasha Banks. Myself, Jay, and Weezy had Sasha Banks. Coach Locke went with Oscar. Sasha Banks got the W. No, no, no. I know. Wait a minute, coach. No, I went with Sasha Banks. That was a sweep. I didn't say Asuka. Yeah, you did. No, you did. Yeah, you did. You said Asuka. Yeah. No, I, I didn't. Did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Come on, get the table on that, coach. We're going to go. Yeah, we're check the tape we'll on that. I know I wouldn't have picked. You always go with Sasha Banks. Let's I know keep, I did. I'm going to check keep, the tape hey, right Jeff, now. Keep going. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and lastly, the main event of the evening, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Myself. Locke and Weezy had Roman Reigns. Jay had Drew McIntyre. Reigns got the W. <laughs> so until we check the tape, as of right now, I won this week's who who gets the W. You got three all three right. <laughs> Weezy got two of three. Locke got as of now, Locke got two or three as well. Jay. Jeff, you really lost because you didn't tell us Undertaker was gonna be his last match ever. Did we cover that? I covered that in October, bro. As soon as it was announced. Hey, Jeff, you tell them to pull up then. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you check out 808s and chest shots each and every Thursday, 8 a.m. Shout out to Neek. We got our uh, end of the year coming up. Top 10 greatest black wrestlers of all time. Submit your list. Hey, we got a good time going over there. I checked the tape. I said Sasha Banks. <laughs> did you really? I really did. What type yeah. of? Uh, we tired, Coach. Three and three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press, man. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. And more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend.
That's the Revolution Will Be Podcast. And before we get started, the first half, Weezy, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? I do. Mm-hmm. This week's award recipient is two-time uh, NCAA football coach champion, Dabo Sweeney. Yeah, just, just Dabo will work. Um, Dabo went in on Florida State pretty hard, man, over the last few days, essentially seeing the nose ducked the Clemson Tigers. Now, Sweeney, his attack went on for three days. During his weekly media availability, he reacted to an apparent slide by Coach Mike Norville when he stated, and I quote, football coaches are not doctors. Some of us might think we are, end quote. Now, Sweeney answered with a scathing response. He said, and I quote, I'm not really worried about what they said down there in Tallahassee. That's for sure. I've been in this league 18 years, been a head coach for 12 of them. They've had three head coaches in four years, end quote. I'll let you guys take this one. This is our Yellow Box of Cheerios recipient. Take the floor, Florida State fan. Go ahead, fellas. Like, you, 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 you want me to take this lock? You got it, pause. You, you start off, Jeff. Go ahead. So here's my thing about Delbo. I get it. He's a football coach. That's it. That's all he ever is. That's all he's going to be. Totally understand. But you're faulting an organization. You're faulting a school. You're faulting kids for their wanting to take their health into consideration. That's nuts. And I'm and I'm shocked that nobody in leadership, nobody on TV, is is playing into the fact that he's basically putting you, making you make a choice between your health and Clemson football, and making it seem like you're less of a person if you choose your health over Clemson football. People been doing that a lot of situations, bro. It just ain't just ain't football coaches. No, I'm I'm with you on all that. I'm with I'm, you on all that. But the oh fact no, that I'm in agreement with you. I'm just saying yeah. some people hold whatever they're doing way more responsible than anything in this world. But proceed, my brother. Proceed. And, and the thing about it, what makes it even worse is it's not even him. Like, is it, what are you gonna do when you when you're the one who's tested positive and you're the one that's in, that's around all these kids every day and putting them at risk and everything else? Like the fact that you're tripling down, not doubling down, tripling down every day, taking shots of Florida State. I get it. We're we're the projects. We weren't gonna beat them anyway. We we're gonna lose by twenty plus points. We were down thirty before the game even started. No, no problem. But the fact that Florida State wants to take into consideration this this kid on your team was symptomatic all week and then test positive and still traveled with your team. That puts everybody at risk. Why is that even a question? But as Dabo, and Dabo's been doing this all the whole time, and he's been getting away with it because he's winning. No one says anything. Y'all gonna realize that's Dabo sooner or later. I'm gonna make it quick. That's the one thing I didn't like. He blew it up and made it seem like it was our fault because you brought somebody on your team to Tallahassee that had the COVID. And then you get mad when we say, and our doctors say, no, we're not going to play. We didn't tell you to bring that kid that, that had COVID. If you would have left him at home, you would have went and played the game like normal. Everything would have went according to plan. We would have got beat bad, and y'all would have went home and wouldn't be here. We wasn't worried about that. We knew we were not going to win the game. We're trying to keep our health together. You know, I just don't think it will be a possible motivation for Florida State not to play in that game other than player safety. It's on record that they would have lost out on a seven-figure payday playing against Clemson. So, uh, Dabo, you better than that. But a lot of people in this world are selfish. Yeah, he's amongst a bunch of people, for sure. Weezy, how you going to get that out to him? You want you want to get that out prime? Y'all want to get that out prime, fellas? Jeff, what you think? I definitely would like to take that to Dabo's house myself. 
Ooh. I would love to talk to Devo. Like, have yeah. a, have a hey. conversation. Just want to talk to him. See what mm-hmm. he Hey, you, 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 you can hop in the van. I'll let you take that with yourself. You got one of uniform. I like yeah, right. that, though, for sure. You guys ready to get started the first half? Yes, sir. Yes, the first half is underway. Full sport press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am Jay Hope. It's your boy, Big Jeff. It's your boy, Weezy. What do you do? It's your man, Coach Lock. Lock, where can they find you on social media, my brother? Man, they can find me on Twitter and IG at Lock underscore the underscore great. That's T-H-A. Get at me. Yeah, yeah. What you about you, <laughs> Weezy? I'm FSP underscore Weezy on IG. I'm at how Weezy on Twitter. Holler at me. Most definitely. Jeff, where's the real you at, man? Where you at? The real me is at Easley 84 across all social media platforms. Sure, is it time to lock up the kingdom yet? Who it feels like it, y'all. I don't know. I might have to go back to locking the kingdom down. Like hey, that, that's hey. a scary moment right there. Hey, <laughs> hey, using your identity, they used your picture and everything. And I'm Jay Ho on Insta. They copy my boy whole style. <laughs> Soldier boy. All right, my bad. Uh, and I'm Jay Ho on Instagram and Twitter. Have a conversation with me on Twitter. Um, that's the only thing that will be a place for conversation for sure. Uh, Wheezy, you are on the clock, man. You have a three and out, I assume. I do. Oh, I do have. Oh, I, I do have three and out this week. Didn't much happen this much in NFL other than Derrick Henry running this game-winning touchdown. Other than that, let's play a little game. Quarterbacks have some suspect games this week. Y'all want to play a little game? This game is called win. "Did They Win or Did They Lose." All right, number one. Eighteen for thirty, two hundred and seventy yards passing. Zero touchdowns, one interception. Did they win or did they lose? They won. They won. They lost. They won. Who was it? I don't know. Was it the quarterback? Was it Baker Mayfield? Drew Locke from Denver. In a win. All right, number two. Number two, 26 for 40. 265 yards, one touchdown pass. Did they win or did they lose? They lost. I know that one. They lost. Won. I thought they won. Lost. Cam Newton. Yeah, I, I knew that one. Yeah. All right, no. Did, did they win? 27 for 38, 311 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Win. Lost. 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 And guess who that was? Justin Herbert. Now he won last week. Kyler Murray. Nah, when Kyle, he was on the bye last week. Who was it, man? Shit. <laughs> it was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. That's it. It's my three and out for this week. Yeah, man. See you, I like that twist you did right there. I was old. I was one for two. I gotta get in the gym. <laughs> Jeff. You are up, man. FSP Fantasy Football Breakdown. All right, fellas. It's week 12. Start off with myself. I'm on the snide, Coach Lock. I'm on the snide. But lucky for me, so is everybody else. <laughs> it is a long jam for those last two playoff positions at five and six. The, pretty much the entire league, either six and five or five and six. Everybody's right in the same spot. Y'all on that NFC uh, East style, right? <laughs> 
Hopefully we can turn it around this week. I got Shane this week, the preseason champ. He's one game out of the playoffs at four and seven. Again, everybody's at a log jam right there at five and six and six and five. Um, I'm projected to win that one. Had a good game by Gibson to start my season off. He gave me 37, 37 points to start the week off. So, hope we can keep it rolling. K-Star Mike, one time for Cam versus Vandalay International. Both teams are fighting for pride right now. Uh, Vandalay International with a win. Gets back in the playoff contention. Uh, he's he's projected to win that one against Cam. Next, TB12, memory loss at 83 versus Show Me Them TDs. One time for Parham. I know he's listening. Uh, D. Harris is projected to win that one. He had 41 points by Deshaun Watson and 35 points by Will Fuller. That's what you call a head start. Man, good gracious. <laughs> you two decide. One time for Weezy in the sixth spot at five and six. Going up against A. Royale with the Chiefs. One time for Twin at six and five. Again, that log jam. Um, Weezy projected to win this one. So, we'll see. Did, didn't really get much out of uh, Marvin Jones, but... Hey, it is what it is. He just still to win. Now watch God. Sean watch. Oh, why, why you didn't say he didn't get much out of uh, Ezekiel Elliott? He didn't. He got two don't, points. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. I was just saying the fact that you still projected the win and you didn't get much out of your play. That's all I'm saying. I'm giving you props. Weezy. Good gracious. Sheesh. He had J.D. McKissick and Ezekiel Elliott and Matt Prater to play on Thursday and got a total of 12 points. That's rough for twin right there to get 12 points from three people. That's rough. Now watch God at 74. One time for Sean Watts versus 10 and 1. A.B. Kanye 2024. Now this is predicted to be a one-point game. So we'll see how it shakes out. And lastly, Coach's Corner again at 5 and 6. Shout out to Coach Wayman against Big Draco. Chaz again at five and six. It's projected to be a barn burner as well. We'll see how it breaks down. That is your week 12 fantasy football update. Playoffs around the corner, guys. Most definitely, man. As long as Twin don't win, bro, yeah, just get a W, man. Twin can't win this joint for sure. Let's keep it in the NFL, man. Tom Brady entered week 11 with a mixed bag of results in his first season as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback. Now, the bad time Brady apparently showed up against the Rams, so much so that he didn't shake hands at the end. Uh, that included potentially the worst interception of his six-time Super Bowl champion career. That is no exaggeration. Now, Brady is now on pace to throw an 11-year high 13 interceptions on the season, and he's been picked out five times over the past three games. The question I have for you guys is Tom Brady Wash. It's hard to be saying about the GOAT being washed. I just I, – I don't know yet. But – I did see him make about three passes in the game. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? No, that's a great, great point, Weezy. Like, they are blaming it on the long passes, knowing that as a 43-year-old man, that arm may not be as strong as it used to be. So, and what makes areas offense click is the deep passes. That's why Jameis was able to throw 33 touchdowns and well, and 30 interceptions last year, because he can throw a deep ball. But and you have all these weapons around you and you're throwing your high interceptions and you have these weapons that need to get open down the field and you're breaking them down to intermediate routes. Hey, man, I'm, hey, if it was anybody else, this story would go a lot different. The story would be talking about how he's struggling and things like that, but it's Tom Brady, so he's earned our respect, I guess. So, hey, just watch him burn. (laughs) I guess I'd be the one to play the devil's advocate here then. Brady leads the league in completions and attempts. His completion percentage is higher than his career average, his 268.6 passing yards per game is too. He's thrown 25 touchdowns, already more than last season. 
And this puts him on pace to throw 36 by the end of the season. If he does that, it would time for the third most in his career. Now, his down the field passing isn't good, like you guys mentioned. In the past four games, he's thrown 19 passes that have gone 20 yards in the air. He's completed none to his own receivers, even though he's thrown three interceptions out of those. So, yes, he is older, but I think a lot of this has to do with no offseason, no training camp with his new team. Those deep ball passes come down to timing. Certain routes come down to timing. So I'm not going to say he's washed yet, but I will say that his age is starting to show. He's six and one in afternoon games, y'all. One and three in primetime games. I think he's hurt them more than he's helped them. They're down to seven and four in the season. Drifts a little further away from the NFC postseason picture. But can't throw the ball down the field. Let's be real. Mike Evans is a down-the-field wide receiver. Got A.B., he's intermediate. That's why he wanted A.B. there. Chris Godwin, you can throw him deep balls as far as post corners and post digs. But listen, man, I know we give Bree shit when he throws the ball 12 to 15 yards. Max to Alvin Kamara. Mike Thomas still is open right now. But I think Brady is just as worse with those deep balls, man. Major alarms for the glue gun. I think it's time to pack him on up. Send him on out with old Yeller. It's over with. They should have kept Jameis. Are they both done this year, him and Breeze? Breeze is done. Brady will be back next year. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to keep it to Jeff's favorite sport. One of them, I guess I should say. Two monumental names synonymous with the sport of boxing will go for another fight in the ring this weekend, November 28th, on pay-per-view, when former champions Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. meet in an eight-round exhibition match from the Staples Center in Los Angeles. After months of buildup, as well as a delay from the original date, by the two months, Tyson and Jones will finally meet and the California Athletic Commission has deemed a sparring in hopes that neither fight gets knocked out. What will be the outcome of this exhibition? Will we see somebody get knocked out? Will we see a sparring match? Or will it just be a lot of tat-tat, tip-tip, and then it'll be done? If it goes past one round, Roy Jones win it. I, I go out and say it right now. If, not, if Mike don't knock, if Mike don't stop this early, Roy will win the fight because Roy will dance around. Roy will pot shot him for the whole fight with jabs and hooks and everything else, and stay away from Mike as long as he can because Mike is in great shape. He looks to be in great shape, but if you remember watching Mike's last fights when he was still a professional fighter, like anything that he didn't get, you, if he didn't get you out there early, that's why he had those. He lost three of his last four fights, but because he didn't get you out of there early, he was done. Yeah, if, if it's a sparring match, man, I, I'd be disappointed. I, I was actually going to buy this one. I'm, I was going to watch this. If it's a sparring match, I'd be disappointed. I want to see Mike Tyson win and knock his ass completely out. I do. I want to see him knock his ass completely out. <laughs> I do. That's what I pay for. Knock his ass out, Mike Tyson. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't sit around playing with it. You see all the videos of him training and shit? You didn't gas me up. Night-night his ass. I want to see his ass go night-night. Weezy, Tyson is a minus 200 favorite. What does that mean? That means he's going to win. <laughs> that, means, <laughs> that means his ass is going to win. Yeah. The last victory for Tyson came in 2003. So Jones might have the advantage because he had the most recent experience. But I see Mike training, man. Sheesh. The San Tyson, as far as the method of victory, is minus 150 for a knockout. And plus 400 on a technical decision that goes to Roy. Draw technicals plus 1,200. So I got this over with in the fourth round. 
But I got Tyson knocking him out in the four for sure. Yeah. If he goes that. eight, man, I'm telling you, if if he, the longer it goes, it favors Roy. Yeah. Just being honest. Now, like Jeff mentioned, the card will feature uh undercard of Jake Paul. That's the YouTube influencer Jake uh Jeff was mentioned of against former NBA player Nate Robinson. Well, they've been beefing over social media the past few months. So we're going to see a lot of things on this. I'm going to be tuned in watching. I don't want to see nobody get knocked out. They too old to get knocked out. I don't want to see nobody get hurt from this, not be able to bounce back, and they not the same person. I, you know, they tell you it's going to be a sparring match. So maybe that's what it's going to be, but I just don't see how those two boxers are going to be able to turn it off in that ring once they get hit for real. Once one person gets hit for real, I think that's what's going to throw that sparring out the window. Unless they in there with, with the padded head gear. Maybe that's what they're going to do. Uh, I, I don't want to see them padded head gear. Them one more professional boxers. I don't want to see them padded, padded head gear. I want to see somebody get their ass knocked out. That's what I want to That's what I pay for. See somebody has to get their ass knocked on out for real. Knock, knock his ass on off, whoever it is. <laughs> well, we're talking about spectacles, guys. Let's move on to another spectacle. Uncle LeVar Ball is back on the scene. He's living rent-free in people's heads again. He's making bold claims. He recently bagged back on this one, but he's making claims that he can beat Michael Jordan if they play for $200 million on pay-per-view. He's also claiming the Lakers owe him for the title they won in the bubble for making the claims they, could, they wouldn't win once they traded his son uh, to the Pelicans. Is this going to hurt LaMelo with Charlotte that now that LeVar is back on the scene, guys? He just on a hot horse right now because they they saying that he they say I mean people said that he did what people said that he couldn't do. He's on a hot horse right now. He's feeling himself, but reality hit his ass and Jordan tell him, "Hey man, take a day to shut up or you gone." I think it's bad for Melo because if Melo comes out and underperforms of to the point where he's saying his son is going to perform, then here we go again, same situation. Lonzo is starting to come into his own, but look how long it's taking him to do that. When he first got in the league, LeVar was saying he's going to be better than Jordan. Come on, man. And I understand he's saying stuff outrageously because he's trolling, but we've seen this once, and clearly he's doing it again. And I don't think it's going to be good for Melo, especially if he doesn't live up to the hype early like he's saying he's going to. Yeah, man. Got to live up to the hype. I think it's um, it's indifferent. It really depends. The main key is this, they got to trade Terry Rozier. You can trade Terry Rozier for a starting center like Miles Turner. And we're talking. Hell, I'll take Clint Capella. If you start the season with three starting point guards, it'll never work. And it's not the growth of your number three overall pick, which is Melo. So Melo's very immature. He can't defend, can't shoot. All recipes for disaster. But if you have idle time with this kid and he's not a contributing factor on this team, trade Rozier before preseason starts. We'll get going with Melo for sure. LeVar is fine. LeVar, is, he's been in this rodeo before in the biggest market in the world. He handled L.A. just fine. He'll handle Charlotte even better. Y'all ready to go to halftime? Let's get it. All right. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime, in case you missed it. Vanderbilt's women's soccer player Sarah Fuller is practicing at kicker for the Vanderbilt football team and could be an option against Missouri Saturday. Now, Fuller, a senior goalkeeper, helped the Commodores win the SEC Tournament Championship last Sunday. Fuller was added to the team because several specialists are in, and I quote, COVID-19 quarantine. 
The SEC recommends each team has at least 53 scholarship players to play a game, including a minimum of seven offensive linemen, one quarterback, and four defensive linemen. There is no recommendation for a kicker. How do you feel about this, Weezy? Hey, that might be the best thing happened to us all season. Let her get out there and kick. <laughs> hope she kick a field goal. Got protected, but hope she kick a field goal. Put it out there. And you tell the players if she get hit, all y'all asses off scholarship. But yeah, then that's Trevecca. Everybody go to Trevecca. Don't <laughs> I, miss. I, I wonder why they picked a goalie instead of a striker, though. Because she's probably the best person on the team. Because the goal is the, the goal they is kick farthest. The ball down the field. Exactly, yeah. That's Some true. goalies uh, do uh, penalty kicks in soccer in real life. So That's true, too. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, but listen, if this goes wrong, this is the final straw for Derrick Mason ass. So what I'm saying is he better hope and pray that everything goes well with this. This can't go wrong. This cannot go wrong because you can't do this. They already took his picture down on the side of the damn thing over by Cumberland Trent. His picture's gone. Absolutely. They got a damn star going. right there. They got that's a Vanderbilt person. star. Oh, it's a star. Yeah, right. well, that's, that's, that, that's the sign. They fucked this picture up. He was blue black on that picture. They fucked yeah, yeah. picture. I ain't gonna lie. They had him looking like Akon on the side yeah, of the Yeah, he was blue black on that picture. Yeah. I was down to take my damn picture off of that. But he listen. Blue black. If you're a Nashville from the 615 and you've been up and down West End, you know once that picture is gone, if you're still in season, that's the writing on the wall. That's your ass. That's your yeah. ass. Yeah. That's your ass. Most mm-hmm. definitely. You guys ready to get started the second half? Let's go. Let's get it. The second half is underway. Full sport press. Second half, the 2020 NBA draft winners and losers. Episode 345. I am J-Ho. It's your boy, Big Jeff. It's your boy, Weezy. What it do? It's your man, Coach Lock. Lock, we got two Fridays away from preseason basketball, dog. Is that nuts or what? That's crazy. Crazy. Two Fridays, dog. That's crazy. Anyway, NBA free agency is always one of the most exciting times on the sports calendar, and 2020 has been no different. The free agent market opened up last Friday, and tons of deals have been made, including plenty of surprises, uh, with both significant impact on the playoff races in both conferences during the 2021 NBA season, alongside potential groundbreaking trades that haven't happened yet. So, Let's take a look at the biggest winners and losers from NBA free agency so far. We will start off with our winners. Who wants to go first? We'll kick things off with you. What you got as a winner? My first winner is actually Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard as a winner. Because (laughs) let me let me say my piece, Jeff, for you you look at me like that. All right. This is what I think happened. Well, he he the Lakers didn't resign Dwight Howard. They said, you know what, we got championship, we're good with them. But they but behind closed doors last year, they told the White House, hey, listen, you go out there and play hard, give us some good energy. We're going to pay you, man. We're going to pay you. And you know what they thought about? We don't need to pay him. We got AD. We want to sign AD back. We still got LeBron. We don't need him. And then Doc Rivers said, you know what? Come on over here. I'll pay you, big fellas. Give me that same energy. He still got his money. Dwight Howard was a winner. I ain't mad at that at all. Portland Trailblazers are a winner. They have officially become your new contender out of the Western Conference with the moves they made, getting Robert Covington, signing back Carmelo Anthony, getting signing back Ronnie Hood, and getting Enos Cantor as your backup center with a healthy Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum all year. This is your new Western Conference contender. I would not want to play them in the playoffs at all. Watch out for Portland. Hey, Robert Covington is your man, Jeff. Hey, hey, Weezy, you took the words out of my mouth. (laughs) 
That's your man. I got to get some sign for you, dog. We got to get that to you, Jill. <laughs> That's your man, dog. Uh, my first winner, couple, Fred Van Leet and the 2017 class. De'Aaron Fox, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum are now officially max players. The Kings, Jazz Celtics, they're going to build around them three guys, and they will all draft 2017 in the lottery. They signed a five-year, $163 million max extension with the ability to bump up to 195 if they make the NBA All-Star team twice or win MVP. Van Vliet, excuse me, the formerly undrafted Van Vliet at that is getting a four-year, $85 million bag. So I don't know how else to say that's winning. Then I for sure I definitely have Freddie Van Vliet. He bet on himself, man. Ain't very rich, man, and also a champion. I like that a lot. My first winner is the Hawks, Jeff's guys, man. Let's give some credit to the Hawks. You get Rondo, you bring in Gallinari, you bring in uh, Bogdanovich. After finishing 14th in the Eastern Conference, this is going to be must-see TV. This is the most exciting team, player, NBA league players. Hey, listen, this is the team to watch for sure. Not to say that they're ready to contend in 2021, but they'll be must-watch TV. And they're going to be a rough out for a couple of teams in the Eastern Conference for sure. So I like that team. Good job, Jeff. 20 and 47 to come where they at. It's time. All right. Another number, winner. What you got, Weezy? Number two for my list is another Laker, KCP. KCP's a winner. I'm going to tell you why, Jeff. Don't you look at me like it. I'm going to tell you why. Listen, no, nah, I know you didn't. I'm just, that's just dialogue. Listen, so what he did was, what KP did was, Rich Paul said, no, I don't take that deal. KCP called his homeboy and said, you know what, man? This thing told me to turn down all this money, man. I'm crazy. Everybody called him crazy for doing that. He got a championship, and he got the money back. He got the money back, man. When you get the ring and the money, and you're going back to another, you're going back to that team to, to defend the championship, I think that's a win for you. You know why that is, right? Tell me. Clutch rules the world. Clutch rules the world, man. That's exactly why. That's exactly why. Um, I'll go with another winner. I definitely had the Hawks down. Uh, they're going to be your future sixth seed in the East this year, maybe fifth, depending on how it goes. You want to bet that? I need, I need some action. Make it light on yourself. I ain't betting. Oh, well. You can book it. Fifth or sixth seed in the East coming your way. Playoff Rondo, full effect. Going to help, gonna help right the ship. Take, take, the, take the ball out of trade hands. We're going to be all right. But my another, another winner for me, besides my Hawks, Gordon Hayward. He, he continues to get paid. <laughs> I don't know how, and I mean paid, not like a couple of years, 30 here. No, no. Gordon Hayward got $120 million from Charlotte. Michael Jordan, what in the blue hell are you doing in Charlotte? What is going on? You could have got him for less. I don't, I'm pretty sure you could. I don't know what this move is going to tell for my guy. And I think LeVar is going to have a long time in the press clippings saying things about Gordon Hayward ruining his son. This is tough, man. This is tough. My second winner was also the Hawks for everything you guys mentioned, so I'll keep it short. Like Jeff mentioned, Rondo adds a veteran backcourt presence that'll take that load off of Trey Young. Somebody I didn't mention was Chris Dunn. He'll fill a defensive role for the Hawks. You know, he's not going to be offensive, but he's going to get in and be able to play defense for him. That's all they're going to need of them to do. So I did have the Hawks for everything else you guys mentioned also. I got the Lakers, man. When the defending champs actually get better and younger and the bench gets a little bit more depth to it, it's hard to say anybody else. Rob did a great job for sure. Being able to add talent 
the way that they did with the little bit of wiggle room that they had, you bring in Montrez Harrell for cheap. He was supposed to get $80 million. You got him for 19, over two. It's Craig Margasol for basically nothing. Dennis Schroeder is an upgraded point guard. I can't imagine they'll miss Dwight or JaVale McGee at all. And I don't think they're done. I still think they have two or three more moves to make as well, for sure. Another winner, Weezy, who you got? Another winner for me is I went with the Hawks also for everything y'all just said. But I'm on the fence about that. Because, listen, everybody's saying we got Rondo, veteran presence, he's going to lead the team. But has Rondo messed up some teams too? It was it, it was easy. No, no. It was easy to go out there and be a veteran presence with the Lakers and LeBron because he knew he wasn't a head dog. Now, we got we to gotta see how strong Trey Young and them are now. Because Rondo going to talk some shit to him. We got to see how strong Trey Young is. Trey Young is the man there. He's the man in Atlanta. Only team that Rondo messed up was the Mavericks. That's it. I'm just saying. Trey Young is the man. He got to have some strong, you know what. Come on. I can respect that. My, I got another win. I got the Heat. The Heat signed back their main their main free agents. They brought back Udonis Haslam for yet another year. Um, got Gordon Drogic, Myers Leonard, and then they went and got Avery Bradley. So the team was already stacked, already drafts well. And then you signed back the key pieces you need and brought in Avery Bradley. I can't knock them, man. Well, shit. Um, I also <laughs> had the Heat and the Lakers. So I keep it sweet. The one thing you didn't mention about the Lakers that's going to be big for them is that they got Wes Matthews Jr. who's going to better step in for Danny Green. He's going to make those shots because we, we saw Danny Green couldn't hit the side of a barn and he's going to play defense just like Danny Green. So that's going to be big for the Lakers. Uh, but I'll go with somebody you guys had mentioned. Jeff already mentioned the Heat, which I had. The Phoenix Suns. Between the dishes of Chris Paul and Dre Crowder, which they only got Jay Crowder for three years, 30 million, they've gotten better. CP3 is going to bring leadership to the young team. He's someone that can run the show and make things easier for Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. We've seen what CP3 does for big, similar DeAndre Ayton, i.e. DeAndre Jordan, Tyson Chandler. He's going to make Ayton make the game so easy for him and Booker. We're going to see a big jump for this Phoenix Suns team coming up this season. I like that, man. I like that CP. Instant, instant playoff team. Instant. They're in the playoffs right now. They're going to be in the playoffs. At an eight seed, though. Maybe maybe seven. CP, CP turns them eight seeds and, and, them, and them teams like, oh, they ain't going to make the playoffs. He makes the playoffs every year. He with, does, for sure. But nobody going They're going to they struggle making the playoffs in the West. The West is tough this year, for sure. Um, my last winner is the Philadelphia 76ers. Really, Daryl Morey in the 76ers. Daryl, listen, man. Stellar first month on the job. Trading Al Horford away for uh, Danny Green and some shooters that we mentioned on last week's show. But to add in Tyrese Maxey, you get Isaiah Joe. Just more shooting on a team that was in dire need of it last year since they lost J.J. Reddick. In the marketplace for James Harden, we never know, but they just needed capable shooters to surround Ben Simmons, who can't shoot, and Joel Embiid, who's constantly double-teamed. And you got that Al Horford trade off of your books, dog. He did both of those things, man. In a in just a few weeks, so shout out to Daryl Morey, man. Got the job done. Any more winners before we move on to the losers, guys? I got the Celtics, dude. No, we ain't talking about the Celtics. You got double T. You trade you double T instead of Enos Cancer. I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. We haven't seen double T play any meaningful basketball in a long time. Watch double T, dog, and then you bring in Jeff Teague for free. 
Huh? Oh, you now you just trying to put double T on. I take yeah. double T though. Double T. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you. That's you do. You, you I say take double T. Double T. Yeah, yeah. 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 no one is saying that. Your man. I take double T. Right. Yeah, but improving at center, backup point guard, much needing shooting from the draft. One of the winners of the offseason for sure. Let's move on to the losers, Weezy. Who you guys your first loser? My first loser is AB ain't gonna like this, but the Detroit Pistons, man. The Detroit Pistons. <laughs> Jeremy, they overpaid for Jeremy Grant, man. Every year, like they have money and they go make these moves and they, and they just they wait to the last minute to all the like your Black Friday and all the TVs is gone. And you know what? Just go ahead and give me this TCL TV right here for <laughs> Like, come on, get one of the big TVs and go and get the deal, man. People sleeping on the TCL. I seen the TCL at the barbershop. That day. Hey, it might not last, but that that's TCL, what I was gonna say. How long is that TCO gonna but, last? But 300 for a 60, you gotta do that if it's only hey, gonna last for a year and a half. Any, but any of our listeners that's mirroring us to the TCL right now, we appreciate it. No disrespect to the TCLs. So I do TCL. It. Hey, hey, we need some TVs. What up? Yeah, they I agree with you. I don't know what the hell they're doing in Detroit. Um, my first loser will be Boogie Cousins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he signed to Houston. And in terms, you think, okay, he's going to Houston playing with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. This might work. But he's actually the living embodiment of that meme where the, the little dog guy sitting in the flame room and saying everything's all right. That's Boogie Cousins right now. Because at the end of the day, everyone that's around with talent could be gone before the season starts or halfway through the season. He's just sitting there trying to get another contract. You want We want better for Boogie. I think his best days are behind him because of injury, which sucks. And then he gets to go to play. He gets to go and play in Houston with with both of those head cases. That's tough, man. And a new coach. My first loser, the Indiana Pacers. They were linked to plenty of players over the last few days after going through the roller coaster of VO wanting out, then wanting to stay. They were rumored to be in the mix for Drew Holiday, Gordon Hayward, Bonjanovic, and clearly they didn't get none of them. Now the Pacers are left with questions about what to do with Miles Turner, Sabonis, and they don't really know what Oladipo is going to do still. They didn't make any real additions to feel good about their team. Most definitely, man. I'm going to kick things off the books. I'm concerned about Milwaukee, man. I feel they upgraded enough around the fringes, not convinced they have enough depth to make a difference in terms of getting over the hump in the Eastern Conference. Now, granted, the Bucs are still going to win a lot of games in the regular season, but the way that they botched the Bogdanovich situation, that's a major what-if moment. And I think that's just enough to get Giannis to go ahead and say, you know what, pack it up. I'm ready to go. Trade me away for sure. And I just don't think Drew Holiday is enough. They needed one more piece, and they didn't get that piece, man. So maybe they could trade to get VO. I don't know, but no Bogdanovich. That hurt. That hurt for sure. Another loser. What you got, Weez? Another loser for me was uh, it was the Toronto Raptors, man. They took one step forward and one step back. They should have signed Serge, man. Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka. That was a like that was a big key. I'm I you know, I'm happy for Van Fleet. He deserves he's one of the he's one of the he's one of the guys who's like me out there and he just you know he ain't big and tall, he handles business, got his money. I'm happy for that. But you gotta sign Serge. You gotta sign Serge, man. Pick and pop. He can shoot the trade ball. And you got and, and you got rid of you gotta sign Serge. You do. They lost Gasol, they lost Serge, signed Fred Van V, but they lost Gasol. Jay, uh, I agree with the Bucks as well that, you know, losing 
giving up what they gave up for Drew Holiday and then not getting Bogdanovich. That's a that's a lot. And yeah, you're probably right. Anton Cooper is probably gone. But my next loser is gonna be the Clippers. Losing Montrez Harold, losing one of the twins. I'm sorry, I forget which one it is. I mean it's a twin. So they lost one of the twins and didn't do anything else to to add leadership to a team that needs leadership. Like more than anything, like you can't be Kawhi, can't be your your guy. You don't want Pat Bell to be your guy. Like that's not you don't want him to be the leader of your team. So for them to be where they are right now, they definitely took two steps back to me before starting the season. I agree. I had the Bucks as a loser also, so no need to get into the Bucks. So I go to my next one, which was the Denver Nuggets. They had turned themselves into a contender, but they couldn't get over the hump. They needed help via trades, agency, and they thought they were going to be able to get Drew Holiday. Didn't happen. And that just made a chain reaction for them. But they didn't get any better. Paul Millsap is long in the tooth. They lost the people they thought they were going to try to get. And the one bright, not the one, but a big bright spot for them that happened in the bubble, they lost in Grant. So I had the Denver Nuggets as a loser. Jeff talked about them in the Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets are a horribly run franchise. Just gave out the worst contract of free agency with Gordon Hayward, four years, $120 million. Paying $30 million per season to a player who's missed more games than they have played in each of the last three years is insane. But can't really be surprised they gave Bismack $72 million. And then they gave Batum $120 million. Then they last year gave Rozier $56 million. They're about to trade him. So just uh, the Hornets were just one of the worst teams in the league last season. And you tried to improve that situation by overpaying for Gordon Hayward, taking the chance with LaMelo Ball, even though you just gave somebody $56 million. Just risky gambles for a franchise made just three playoff appearances since 2005. And so rough sledding for the Charlotte Hornets. Another loser, Weezer, who you got? Another loser for me is the Washington Wizards, man. They overpaid for their center, David Burdens, man. 80 million. That's one of them. I mean, they kept him. They kept him. They had him on the team. They already kept him. But that's one of the things. You got 80 million. And they got them TVs again. Got an LG. They got that sound song up there. And you know what? They all they all disappearing. They ain't grabbing nothing. So come on with that TCL for 250. If the LG's up there, 85-inch LG is hard. You got to try it. You got to let us try it. I like how you put that, Weezy, because you got to pay for that LG, right? Pay for that 85-inch LG. The Knicks got the money to do stuff, <laughs> and they won't pay for the 85-inch LG at all. They just won't do anything with it. But they I don't know what they, – they want to cop it, I guess, but they haven't done it. Like, they're waiting they're, – they're going to be gone. They're going to be stuck with the TCL and not wanting to be stuck with it. Not <laughs> like Charlotte is like, pay, is, like, paying for it. No, no. The Knicks want the LG. The Knicks want the top of the line everything – and they refuse to just jump out and pay for it. They got the money to do it. I don't understand it. I don't know if players just don't want to go there or if they're trying to do a youth movement. I don't really see what they're doing. I hope they don't waste my guy Obi Toppin's career, started his career in the, in the Knicks. It's my man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I hope they don't waste his career start like that because with this youth movement that they have, they have a whole summer league team again this year as they're starting five and then six and seven minutes. It's insane. I had the Wizards also easy, so I won't spend too much time on them. They did overpay for Bertans, but the big thing is now that John Wall wants out, you know, and they're going to have a hard time trying to find somebody to trade to take on that $131 million contract over the next three years. So now they go from paying Bertans all this money to think they're going to match him up with John Wall and Brad Bill to now 
John Wall wanted out of D.C. That's going to be a loser for the Wizards. For sure. I got the Knicks as well, Jeff. You, you still don't got a point guard, dog. Come on, man. They just got to find ways to help that team, man. And you go and draft a power forward, but you don't have anybody that can get him the ball. Dennis Smith Jr., I know he's been working on his jump shot. I get that. Hey, spoiler alert. Dennis Smith Jr. is not starting point guard in the NBA anymore. It's over with. So I think this roster is actually a step down from last year. And the season's about to start. And there's still time. But who in the hell can you get if you're in New York? Like who do you, and who do you give up? You give up Kevin Knox? His trade value's at an all-time low. It's rough, man. Rough to be a Knicks fan. Another yeah. loser, Weezy. Who you got? Then my last one. I got one more. And this is my, this is my last one right here. It's the Houston Rockets, man. It's the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets got two. They got now, now they got they got two LGs, but they 1080p. They 1080, they're not 4K no more. They 1080p, and no, they can't give that 1080p away because <laughs> nobody wants that 1080p, and they pay them 1080p a lot of money. You got to get a 4K, and they they can't get rid of it. So I think the Rockets just they're in a tough spot right now with with Russ Books and uh, James Harden because I don't think neither one wants to be there. Neither one wants to be there, and nobody wants them. Obviously. My last loser is Trevor Reason. Uh-oh. He got traded four times in a matter of a week from the Blazers <laughs> to the Rockets to Detroit to OKC. Somebody, please, just tell the reason where he's going to play this season so he can settle down and know he's going to live. I understand, you know, he's old, long and tooth, but I guess this is what you have to deal with when you got an expiring affordable contract. Somebody, please, just tell Trevor Reason where he's going to end up. My last one is the Detroit Pistons. They have the most, well, the, I would say the least impressive roster in the entire NBA. And that didn't change in free agency. Like you guys mentioned, they overpaid for a bu- a bu- like a bunch of players. But then on top of that, you let Christian Wood go, and he was just beginning to blossom. Now he goes to Houston, he's going to blossom there. And here's the thing. They aren't good enough to make the playoffs, but not bad enough to get a top three pick. So it's the worst spot to be in the NBA and especially if that is your team, especially without one or two young players with star potential. Tough, tough sledding for A.B. and his Detroit Pistons, man. Very tough. Mm-hmm. Any other losers, fellas? Mm-hmm. Look at that, man. It's a, hey, listen, it was a lot more losers than it was winners. I would agree to that for sure. Um, free agency was, you know, it was a little, it was a little, little quiet, a little different this year. But next mm-hmm. year is the year for free agency, so. Just talk about respective teams. Now, I'm a Bulls fan. We didn't do shit. Um, nothing in free agency. Lost Chris Dunn. Didn't add anybody. Didn't trade anybody, which is disappointing because we were a bad team last year. We're going to be bad again. Jeff's team was a winner. Um, Coach Locke is a fan of the NBA, so he wins in all aspects. And Weezy, your Lakers, because you're a LeBron fan, came out as a winner. Yeah. So. I'll hop around. Well, LeBron, oh, yeah. What are you going to do with LeBron? Who's your guy? Who's your second guy? James Harden? Well, LeBron. That's his man. That's his man. Well, that's your man. Don't do that's that. That's your man. Yeah, that's James your Harden man. My, yeah, that's your guy. man. James Harden is my guy. Turn so your back on him. Gonna have a long career in the NBA once uh, LeBron gone, buddy, as far as winning. And yeah. coach, your guys, you got a gluttony of players right now since yeah, you don't have you a know. team. Yes, my yeah. guy, Damian Lillard, De'Aaron Fox. And Jamal Murray. <laughs> yeah, he's commissioner. <laughs> Coach is commissioner. He likes everybody, right? He just wants to see good ball. Good ball. Yeah, no, I'm hey, sure. how it is. And I got my Bulls, and I, I got Book. 
I got still a bunch of other players too. Bunch of Russ. You got Russ. You got an ADP. It's an ADP. I also have the future of the league in the Pelicans. Oh, oh, yeah. You got Zion. I'm surprised. And, and you got Melo. You just dropped yeah. Melo too, Joe. I know it. I hear TCL. I hear TCL. My future. My future's bright. <laughs> my future's <laughs> bright. I ain't worried about that. He would love to have Lamelo in, in Chicago oh, no, I right now. No, I wouldn't. You damn, damn lie. You damn I lie. promise. <laughs> Give me Kobe White over him any day, dog. Let's wrap it up. Let's go home. Let's I go, let's go home. I go guarantee home Kobe he'll he won't have the year Kobe White had last year. I guarantee that. What was Kobe White's numbers last year? I'm gonna find out. I think it's like 14 and six. Is Kobe is Kobe White a TCA or Jill? Man, man, he's a Toshiba. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm gonna find out Kobe White. Kobe White. <laughs> yeah, 13, 13 and 13 and 4. Right, Lamelo's got that. I bet they. I bet he ain't got that. He got. He got that by midseason. All right, we'll see. Mid-season. We'll, see. we'll see. That's. I like that, Jeff. I like that energy. I yeah. like that. I tell you what. I tell you what. <laughs> Book on average thirty. I know that. <laughs> that's for damn sure. <laughs> ain't worried about that. That's the best young shoot. The best shooting guard in the NBA. But that's a whole another uh, podcast episode. We appreciate everybody that signed up for the FSP newsletter. By the time you hear that, that will be closed. We will announce the winner that following week. Appreciate everybody that signed up for that. We've got some other stuff coming for you guys as well. Um, Wheezing with a part. Act like people can't see that. Uh, hey, I should have went to Wancho for that one. Wancho would have got that little, hey. It's been a couple of days. It's been a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Now, tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment and give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please write and subscribe. And more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell a friend. To go to a new barber. Wheezy. <laughs> Everything paid for, baby. Including haircuts. You better damn know it. Coach. Get a drummer song. Jeff. Camera's always on. Damn right. Damn right. (laughs) And the revolution will be podcasted. We are out. (laughs) Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.